Welcome to episode number 62 and my special guest, Steve Smith from the Austin, Texas market. Steve, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, I see some of your signage in the background in the key group. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually one of the, uh, no offense to Jay Parr, that's one of the reasons why we joined was we really wanted to kind of brand ourselves and uh-huh. set ourselves apart. So, you know, luckily you guys uh, allow us to do that, which has been uh, really nice. Yeah, that, that's a big distinguishing factor uh, inside the brokerage. So tell us before real estate, what did you do? So I actually got into real estate uh, right out of college. So I went to Baylor and then went down and worked for a new home builder for years down in uh, San Antonio. So I worked for Pulte for a little while, uh, moved over to Newmark Homes, uh, then they unfortunately folded. Um, and then actually worked for as a business developer in title for a little while. Uh, then came back to Austin. I took a short break for about, I say short, for about five and a half years. And I was doing um, uh, liquor sales, basically, and then got back in as a, you know, uh, residential uh, real estate agent. Uh, I had my license since 09, but really didn't start using it until about 15. Um, But uh, been in real estate for pretty much most of my career with that, except for that short stint uh, doing, you know, selling booze, but just helped me get to know more people for later when I got back into the business. Yeah, right out of college, right out of college. So that's amazing. What, what are the differences you found between new home sales and uh, residential resale? I mean, you have to, your knowledge base has to be a lot higher. When you're a residential salesperson, you're more focused on your neighborhood. So you know that neighborhood inside and out, all your amenities, uh, your tax rate, um, you know, lots you've got left, the floor plans, you know, things like that. But you're really more specific to that one neighborhood. So when you're out on your own and you're helping everybody, plus your nets a lot, you know, you're, you're casting a wide, wider net when you're uh, on your own. But, uh, you know, you have to know a lot more. You have to know more areas. You have to know more about, you know, where the, the hot areas are, what the price points are in different areas. Whereas, you know, in a, in a uh, you know, neighborhood, you're, you're in a model. You're not really doing a whole lot of prospecting. You're kind of waiting for them to come to you. So, as long as you know your product, you're doing pretty good, but uh, it's a little bit more challenging when you're out on your own. Yeah, quite, quite a bit more to master is what I'm hearing. Yes, absolutely. So becoming an entrepreneur, being the CEO of your own business, building your own brand, what's been the biggest challenge? I think consistency is the, probably the biggest challenge. And that's just making sure that, you know, I, I, so I, I do a lot of Buffini stuff. Um, and he talks a lot about, you know, busy bees where they feel like they're busy because they're doing a lot of work, but they're dabbling in 10 different things. And they never really buckle down and find two or three things that they're really good at and then stay consistent with those things. So to me, that's the most challenging thing is, is you, you go to, you, you get inundated with emails and, uh, you know, everybody, oh, this is a great way to get leads online. This is a great way to get Facebook leads. This is a great way to do this. And then you start trying different things instead of consistently staying with what's working for you and continuing to do that. Because a lot of agents, you know, end up leaving the business quick because, you know, they, they don't feel like they get a fast enough influx of, of business, but that's because they don't stay consistent because what you're doing today and tomorrow doesn't really reap the benefits until six months down the road. So you have to stay consistent even when they're not, you know, banging your door down to know that they're going to come, but you don't want to change your formula. Yeah, that's so true. Uh, that's amazing. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing how we think alike. I just wrote a blog. If, if you head over, if the audience heads over to jpar.net slash blog and type in the word consistency in the search bar, you know, geographic farming doesn't work if you're not consistent, right, Steve? Right. So we're, 
working your past fear of clients doesn't work if you're not consistent. Yeah. Uh, online leads doesn't work if you're not consistent. Whatever you pick, open houses doesn't work if you're not consistent. Whatever uh, lead source uh, you pick and choose to specialize in doesn't work if you're not consistent, right? Exactly. And that's what happens, I think, to a lot of agents is they'll try something and it doesn't work because they think that it's supposed to be immediate results and they'll try something else. And they'll right. try something else. It's almost like fad diets. Yeah, you get, on, you get on the hamster wheel. You get on that hamster wheel and you don't really ever get a chance to reap your benefits because you didn't, you know, you don't watch what you eat and go to the gym, you know, get a workout in and then you start seeing the results. It's like, oh, well, I did that today. I should have dropped 20 pounds. No, that's not the case. You know, so it's the same thing with real estate. You have to find that formula that works for you and you have to stay consistent. You have to do it month in and month out or else, you know, you're not going to see those, those benefits that you want to see. So tell us the things that you're consistent on in your marketing. What, what is your most consistent marketing approach? So one of the biggest things that I try to do that's the most consistent is I send out monthly letters. So I kind of go old school with it where um, I'll put together a newsletter and it's usually going to be something more personal. It's not even business-based. Um, so I'll put a little letter together, a couple of photos. I've got a seven-month-old now. So keeping people updated with kind of what's going on with him. Uh, my wife has got uh, two kids from a previous marriage. So, you know, we put them in there. And then it's more about just kind of a personal touch. Then you add an item of value in that that might be how to, you know, uh, protest their property taxes or how to hints on how to move, hints on how to lower your credit score. And you put that in there, a couple business cards, handwrite the, the letter, and then send them out. But I do that on a consistent monthly basis to where I've noticed before when I wasn't consistent with it and I missed a month or two, I had friends and family going, where was your letter? We didn't get your letter this month. You know, so it might be cheesy. You know, it might not be like the greatest marketing tool ever, but nobody gets handwritten, you know, letters in the mail anymore. So when they get that and they can kind of just get a update on, you know, how we're doing and things like that. And it's not even so much business related. Um, you know, I think that, that that helps just, you know, keep it to a personal level, which is, which is what I like to do with my business. Yeah. So what's the goal? What, uh, what's the goal for 2019 and 2020? What, what do you look, what are you driving towards? So the goal, so we, we decided to team up my wife and I, uh, so that's what we've got the key group Austin. Um, and you know, really just the first part of this year has been, getting her database and my database and putting it together and then kind of figuring out how all that works when it comes to, you know, who's following up with who, how we're working everything, you know, but we've got lofty goals, you know, she's a really good agent, um, you know, and, and kind of combining forces with the good things are I like to do certain things. She doesn't like to do certain things. So we're, you know, finding that kind of happy balance of the things that she likes to do, the things that I like to do. And then, you know, we just kind of, like I said, we're just going to sit back and, and wait for the, those, those, those uh, plants and everything that we're, you know, those seeds that we're planting to, to come back and, and reap the harvest. And, and when we're, we're, we're poised for a good year. Uh, really, you know, I think it's take a little bit of growing pains to get going, but once it gets going next year, we think it's going to be, you know, we'll be, we'll be where we want to be. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're on track basically to have your best year ever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we will, we'll, we'll definitely have a combined best year ever um, for sure. By the end of this year, um, you know, just matter of just like, like I said, though, being consistent and, and not letting, not letting the maintenance of what's coming and what we've got on the books get in the way of continuing to, to market, continuing to let, you know, our sphere know what's going on because that's, that's how we do our business is, is, you know, I'd say a very high percentage of referral based 
and then look for other opportunities where we can. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the Austin market and what's unique about Austin and kind of what's happening in uh, Austin. A lot of people obviously are attracted to Austin, moving there. This is a great opportunity for you for referrals. Uh, what's happening in the market? Yeah, so the market in Austin, I mean, as you know, is 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 still really good. I mean, we're I think we might be seeing a, a, a small correction, but it's a good correction. We need that. I think a lot of sellers are getting a little a uh, little high on the hog right now, thinking that they can put almost any price tag they want on a home, and people will will fight for that property. So we're getting a little bit of that, but that doesn't mean the business is slowing down at all. With the amount of tech companies that are coming here, headquarters, second headquarters that are coming here. Uh, the Army is about to bring 5,000 jobs here with their cybersecurity headquarters in the next year to two years. Um, you know, out in Round Rock, I live in Round Rock, and we've got Kalahari that's bringing an enormous resort out here right across from Del Diamond. So there's just a lot of things that are going on, but there's definitely not a shortage of jobs to be had, which whenever there's jobs, that means there's, you know, there's real estate to, to buy and sell. So uh, that's been, that's been good. And, and Austin's been consistent with that. Even during the, the crisis, it, you know, kind of the downturn for a little while, Austin was still a great market. It, it didn't just completely come to a grinding halt. So that's always good to know that you've got a, a stable, you know, city to be working in. Yeah. One of my favorite country Western songs is South of Round Rock. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard it, but if you haven't, uh, check that out on iTunes. South of Round Rock, I forget <laughs> who sings it, but it's it's a great, great little country tune. Whenever I drive to Austin, I I uh, normally uh, play that on the on the way out. So you should listen to Southbound Thirty Five by Pat Green because you're being on Thirty Five coming. Oh down. yeah, I'm on Thirty Five all the time. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll have to add that to my uh, repertoire. <laughs> uh, and, and stop at the Bucky's. Oh yeah. Um. Well, good. Well, so before we wrap up this episode, uh, which has been amazing, what would you share with the audience about being a successful CEO entrepreneur entrepreneur of your own real estate practice? No, I mean, I don't want to, to beat a dead horse, but it, it comes back to consistency. It comes back to st sticking with it. Don't, don't stop doing what, you know, you've got a lot of folks out there that are, are seasoned that have been doing it for a long time. And if you talk to any of them, they'll tell you, it's all about consistency. It's all about finding what you're good at. It doesn't matter what it is. I know folks that will hold two, you know, uh, kind of client appreciation parties every year, and that's all they do. But they'll have hundreds of people show up, and they do that twice a year, and that's enough business for them for the entire year. So if that's what you're good at, stick with it. Plan it. Be the best at that thing. Whatever you like doing. If you're good at cold calls, make cold calls. I can't stand cold calls. I don't like them. It's one of my Achilles heel. I just, I just don't like doing them. So that's what my wife's for. But, you know, if that's what you're good at, stick with it, you know. So just whatever you're comfortable with, whatever, you know, you feel you can do the best at, then stick with it, stay consistent with it because that makes you look more like a professional as you continue to do that and they continue to see the same things over and over and over again from you. They'll know that you're doing that, not only reaching out to them and you're not even maybe even talking about real estate, but that will then in turn show them that that's how you do, you know, your real estate business is you're consistent. You're going to follow up. You're going to make sure they know what's going on. You're not going to be an agent. Oh, I got the listing. So now I don't have to worry about talking to them again until we get a contract. No, I'm consistent. I'm going to continue to follow up with you, let you know what's going on. Uh, I would, anybody that's new starting out, I would definitely tell them that, that that's one of the biggest things to do is just, just put your head down, stay consistent. It's not going to be a quick return. You know, look at it like weight loss, I guess, is 
just continue to do it because the pounds will come off, the deals will start coming in, and, and you'll realize that it's, it was a good plan. Yeah. I, I think about two of the greatest sports coaches, uh, Vince Lombardi, you know, started every season with experienced champions. Mm-hmm. Basically, you know, the story showing them a football, you know, gentlemen, this is a football, you know, back to basics. Right. Uh, and John Wooden, who was the basketball coach, who basically started each season with, you know, how to actually put on their socks. <laughs> how you put those socks on and you know for for, for uh, bruises and you know that kind of thing was was a fundamental so yeah. you know back to fundamentals being consistent with the fundamentals is what i hear you uh kind of reiterating over and over yeah absolutely and i mean you know we all have access to the same tools i mean don't get me wrong you've got you know some agents or, or teams that have been there for years that have maybe a higher a bigger budget and they can spend a little bit more money in different areas. But ultimately, we all have the same access to the same programs, the same abilities to be able to do the same thing. So don't think that because somebody else is, is knocking it out of the park that you can't do that. that. That doesn't make sense. They started in the same place. So as long as you stay consistent and keep doing what, you know, get, get good, good advice and keep doing it, then you'll get to that same point. Yeah, for sure. Well, thanks so much for spending some time with us today and sharing with us a couple nuggets appreciate it. I look forward to seeing you in the Austin market real soon. And we'll see you soon on another episode.